Hi, everyone, and welcome to Book Break. It's January of 2023, and today I have a special guest, Stephanie. She is a librarian, and she buys our adult fiction collection, so she is in the know about all the new books, and that is what we are going to talk about today, is what books that Steph and I are looking forward to reading in 2023. Yep. I think this is one of my favorite ones because yeah. it, I get to go through all the different books that, yeah. you know, we see in publications and online mm-hmm. and, you yeah. know. It's exciting because they, now they started to announce books like super far in advance. Like I have books on here from like August. So yeah, yeah it, it's exciting. <laughs> yes. So, so without further ado, we're going to get started on our lists. Um, and one of the first ones that I have that I am anticipating is from our Grease Reads author of last year, Etoff Rum. And she did A Woman is, is No Man. And now she's coming out with one called Evil Eye. And the cover artwork is a, it just draws you right mm-hmm. in. But a little blurb about it is when she marries a charming entrepreneur and moves to the suburb, Yara thinks she has finally escaped her conservative Palestinian upbringing. Yet even as her dream job with her dream family doesn't seem to fulfill her. As her world begins to implode, she realizes that the upbringing that she thought she left behind has lasting consequences for her and her daughters. And I can't help but wonder sometimes, like, is some of this autobiographical, you know, with her? Yeah, yeah, it um, sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it, she, it sounds darker than A Woman Is No Man, so that sounds like it'll have some different vibes. Yes. That's cool. Definitely a little bit more modern vibes, because that yeah. one was more historical with the people coming over and then living up in New York City. So, yep. yeah, I'm very interested to get my hands on that. So. Yeah, yeah, me too. I know when she was here um, last March, she did talk to us a little bit bit about it um so yeah that i mean i've been excited for it since then so almost a year now yeah so what's one of your first ones steph that you're excited to read so um speaking of grease reads um it made me think of our first grease reads author zoya stage um and she also has a new book coming out um this year on valentine's day called mothered um Hopefully some of you have read her books by now and know her, her books tend to be really um, kind of dark, almost like horror, maybe even bordering on it. Um, so this one coming out next month um, is a psychological thriller about um, a woman and her mother was recently widowed and asked to move in with her um, during the pandemic. So it sounds like they are quarantined together. Um, I know in Baby Teeth, which was our Grease Reads book, a lot of that also focused on like a mother-daughter relationship. Yes. So that's, that yeah. tends to be a theme in some of Zoya's books. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love creepy books. The cover itself is very creepy. Um, and we, we had great feedback when we did her first book for Baby Teeth. So I think this one's going to also be really fun and everybody's going to enjoy it if, if you're into dark things. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people do like a good yeah. scare. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I for actually sure. really liked her book Getaway, which yep. was the one where they were hiking in the Grand Canyon and then realized yeah. they were being followed. Yep. That one was yep. almost, I'd say, kind of horror thriller, Yeah, but yeah. Um, which was more up my alley, but she's mm-hmm. definitely a very good writer. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. And it's, it's kind of cool. It's coming out on Valentine's Day and it's not even remotely... <laughs> pleasant or joyful or anything so no um, a nice evil valentine yeah yeah i like that release date for that book me too that is kind of horrifying though when you think about the pandemic and having someone like 
just stuck there with you that you may yeah. not get along with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, the blurb doesn't give too much away. I know it doesn't necessarily sound creepy from what we've said, but um, it'll be creepy. Oh, for I'm sure, sure she'll, she'll weave <laughs> yes. some creepiness in yes. there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My next one I think I'm going to talk about is I like historical fiction yep. a lot. And Lisa C. has been mm-hmm. one of my favorites and particularly with my book club. I think yeah. we've done two of hers. We did the um, Tea Girl of Hummingbird Lane and then the one about, was it the Island of Sea Women oh, with yeah. the divers in yep. Korea? Yep. But this one is called Lady Tan's Circle of Women. And it's set in 15th century China, oh, wow. which is really going back. Yeah, um, Sounds like, you know, uh, this young woman is born into an elite family. Um, she's marginalized due to her gender, sent to be raised by her grandparents so she can be of use um, later in life. Um, but her grandmother is one of the few female doctors in China and teaches her about medicine. So... Um, it sounds like, you know, eventually she's going to get pushed into an arranged marriage, but how is she going to take this background and yeah. still be a proper wife in that time period? So yeah. that sounds interesting to me. Yeah, it is cool. And it's, it, it's another one about family relationships seems to be the theme so far today, but yeah, that's uh, always an interesting oh, I always kind of love thing to read. a good family relationship yeah. and a good family secret. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it'll be an interesting dynamic. Yeah. How about you, Steph? What's your next one? Um, so, speaking of the creepy theme, um, there is another book called How to Sell a Haunted House by Grady Hendrix. Um, this is not the first book. Um, I don't know if Grady is a male or female, actually. But I, th- this is not their first book. I think Kirstra has... Is, did he do the... Or he or she do the Southern Vampire Club or yeah, something? Yeah, I okay. think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't read that book yet, but this one was just totally up my alley. Um, it's about a story where these um, two parents die and their um, the adult siblings um, must sell their house um, when they get there, they, I don't believe they had been there for a long time. Um, so when they get there, they, it just has like these creepy feelings. Um, it's filled with dolls and puppets, which right there is kind of creepy. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm, I won't give too much away, um, but it was described as like a cross between Annabelle and Child's Play. Um, and it also was described as hilarious and terrifying, which I think is a very hard combination to get right. But when you get it right, it's great. And it has a 4.12 rating on Goodreads already, even though it's not out. So that's a super high rating for Goodreads. Yes. Um, so I think it's, it's going to be great. It comes out um, next week, actually. So if you are into horror, I think that is going to be another good pick. I know you're not necessarily into it, but it no, sounds interesting. No, but that, that author is really yeah. popular. Yes. And has, um, I know... There's been a couple of book of the month choices. Okay, you know I yep. believe with his books, but yep. um, it's, yeah. okay, okay, okay. All right, yeah, yeah. You never know sometimes with the names. Yeah, They're, but well, I'm going to go totally off tangent okay. because I, 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 unbelievable to me. I liked a romance book last year. Oh, okay, and it was by Emily Henry. Yes, people so love she, her. She has another mm-hmm. one coming out called Happy Place. Okay. And it's coming out April 25th of 2023. It is a fake dating rom-com set in Maine. And Mm -hmm. I also like, 
I think it would be a fun vacation read, yeah. like a good beach yeah. read. Um, but a couple broke up about six months ago, Wynn and Harriet. They still haven't told anyone, and mostly um, because they don't want to talk about it. But they've uh, <laughs> they've been considered that couple that was like the couple goals of all their okay. friends. So, um, But they're going on an annual get-together, and instead of like spilling the tea that they've broken up and everything's not going to be the same. They decide to, to fake it. So of okay. course we know, you know, what could possibly go yeah. wrong in this scenario. But, yeah, um, sounds good. And you said it was in Maine. Yes. Set in good, Maine. I like it looks that. like a vacation book. So okay. yes, it looks like a lot of fun to me. Yeah, no, it definitely does. Um, I know she's super popular and most of her books have gotten really good reviews and ratings, um, even from, you know, our patrons here seem to enjoy her. So that'll yeah. be a big one, I think. Yeah, I really liked the one I liked last year was Book Lovers. I heard that was the best one. I haven't read hers yet. But yeah, yeah I've heard that was her better. And one, I'm hoping one. that um, and that one was, of course, it was set like in the book industry, like one of them was a publisher and there was an, a bookstore involved. Okay, so, that's cool. You know, this one, it'll be interesting to see if mm -hmm. I like it as much. Yeah, just because yeah. I don't have the book vibe going. Yeah, yeah. But the way she did her characters and the dialogue, speaking of funny, yeah. it was like their banter back and forth, I just okay. thought was really funny. Oh, so that is I'm kind fun. of hoping that yeah. that will be the same here. Yeah, I, I should read that. I love yeah. like bookish books. Like I have an entire Goodreads shelf that is just called bookish books. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I love the books that take place in kind of the publishing world or the right. library world. Yes, me too. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll probably start with that one when I decide to read her. Okay. Um, so I, I actually do like romance and chiclet and rom-coms, um, but I ha I'm switching back to another, not necessarily creepy, but more of a thriller suspense. Um, this one is called City Under One Roof by Iris Yamashita. I hope I said that right. Mm -hmm. um, it is a debut novel. I always love debut novels. I love reading new authors. I do too. Um, yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm already excited right off the bat. Um, and apparently she is an Academy Award nominated screenwriter. So that seems like a good sign right there. Very mm -hmm. talented writer. Um, I have always had like this weird fascination with Alaska. I would love to go there someday. I haven't yet, but I want to take like an Alaskan cruise. So when I saw the blurb about this book, um, the first thing that grabbed my attention was that it takes place in Alaska. Um, it is a very tiny town of 200 residents, and they all live together in this one high-rise building. Oh, I think um, I've did heard you hear about, about this. that one? Yes. Um, so you can only get to the town via a tunnel. Um, so it's very isolated. Um, there, there was a murder there, apparently, in this tiny town of 200. Um, so a detective goes in to investigate, and then she ends up getting stranded during a blizzard because it blocks off the tunnel. Right. Um, that is just so intriguing to me. Oh, it, yeah. It's just, you, it you sounds fascinating. You've got, like, the yeah. locked room yeah. in a cool location. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the fact that, you know, it's such a small town just right there, like, if, if murder's taking place, these yeah. people all know each other. So it's right. like, what what happened? Right. Um, so this one actually just came out yesterday. Um, so I'm going to try to read this one very soon. It might be my next read. Um, just that Alaska part grabbed me and the fact that um, yeah. the detective is a female, which you do see in books, um, but you generally tend to see more male detectives. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was kind of a cool aspect, no. too. And I, I like Alaska, too. Yeah. I read a couple, yeah. like, there was one that was, like, an indigenous detective up there once that I used to... Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah, I'm I might definitely. have to add that one to my list. Yeah, too. yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm gonna want to hear your verdict. I will. All right. All right. The next one I have is kind of a thriller or one of those um, crime type of okay. novels. Yeah. I don't know if you ever remember. I think it was William Lamday. It was something about his son, I think. I've got to figure out the name. I can't think of it right now. But this one is All That Is Mine I Carry With Me. And in this one, this man was, there's kind of been a cloud of suspicion whether he murdered his wife. So he has daughters. Um, They never, never were able to prove anything, find anything. The daughters have grown up. And then years later, they find her body. And now the daughters are going to have to decide what side they're going to be on. Like, was their father really guilty? Is he innocent? And what happens if they're wrong? You know, wow. Yeah, that so sounds intense. Secrets, vengeance, mm-hmm. family. Um, Who is the author there? William Landay. Spell that. Oh, L-A-N-D-A-Y. Oh, Becoming Jacob. Defending Jacob. <gasps> yes. Yes. And it came. Yes. It became a TV series yep. too. Yes, that name did not click with me, but now yes, that book was huge. Yes. So this is probably going to be huge too, and it. I mean, this sounds like real crimes that have actually taken place. Right. So yeah, um, like even in our own community, yep. you know. So yep. um, yes, ten-year-old Miranda Larkin comes home to find her house quiet and her mother missing. So yeah, that, that's, that's what kicks this off. Yeah, that's. I'm definitely adding that to the top of my list. Yeah. Too, then yeah. See, see, this is what happens. Yes, we the start. We start growing because yes, I like do. yours and you like mine. So. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. So I'll talk about another creepy one that apparently is the mood that I'm in this year for my books Uh, you know every year kind of differs with what I want to read yes Um, this one is called A House with Good Bones by T. Kingfisher this is not a debut novel Um, there are several books by him Um, this one I kind of thought of you when I first read it because it's described as a southern gothic Um, I know we both like the southern books um, definitely um, we're both into that I don't know why I haven't even really been down south but I love that lifestyle anyways Um, but this one's described as a southern gothic so it's another one that kind of sounds like a horror movie Um, it's basically about a woman who goes home to visit her mother and everything just seems off with the mom. That's just mm-hmm. that's kind of how they describe it. Not not much more detail. Um, it said that her mother just seems terrified. She's not like herself. Um, she's painted all of the walls in her house white. Um, everything's really sterile. She's never seen her mother like this before. Um, I mean, it just sounds creepy in and of itself. And then apparently, the daughter discovers a jar of teeth in the yard. Oh, so that's kind of like the final nail in the coffin for something's wrong with my mom. Yes. Um, This one comes out in March. I'm super excited about this one, too. Um, Yeah, it just it sounds like a movie that you'd see. You know, maybe they'll make it into a movie. You never know. But yeah, I've read another or I'm reading a book right now. I'm listening to one on Hoopla that I believe is by that author. Yeah. And I don't think his stuff is normally as creepy as this. Yes. So it's interesting to see. Yeah, Some of it, I believe, is YA. Like this one I'm reading is like a teen book. Okay. And it's kind of like what I would call a cozy, witchy fantasy type. Yeah. Yeah. But, That's um, cool. Yeah, I mean, I like it when authors that you know branch out and do a different genre. You know, yes, it's cool too. when they can do multiple things. You don't see that often. So. Yeah, and you had me at Southern Gothic. Yes. Yes. Speaking of Southern Gothic, yes. one of my one of my um, 
books that I've loved, and it's kind of unusual because they've been dark, was yeah. S.A. Crosby, I believe yes. his real name is Sean Crosby. Okay. It was Black Type. Blacktop Wasteland was one, and okay. Razorblade Tears, that was okay, the last yep. one. He has a new one coming out in June, Okay, June 6th, called All the Sinners Bleed. And this one, they they call him a Southern Noir Specialist. Ooh, so good. he's back with, uh, his is also like high-octane crime. Okay, yeah. Um, so you have Titus Crown, he's a former FBI agent, and he's elected sheriff of a small town. When a school shooting shatters the community, Titus has to endure the trials of being a black man in a police uniform in the American South. Oh, so wow. it sounds like it has some like modern themes definitely, to it. Definitely, definitely. Um, but S.A. Crosby, it's like he worked at a mortuary. I mean, the man was wow. so interesting. Yeah. He lives in Virginia. Yeah. Um, and I've just really liked his books. They've been yeah. really entertaining and kind of different. Like yeah. some of my friends are like, wow, I can't believe, you know, because yeah. some of the language is bad, which I don't yeah. mind. But, yeah. you know, a little bit on the darker, yeah. you know, thriller side. Yep. But, yeah, I like yeah. His, his writing a lot. Yeah, I haven't read him yet, um, but that sounds like super timely. Yes. Um, so it, I think that would be a great read. I yeah. will probably add that to my list also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So the next one I want to talk about um, also came out yesterday. It is called All the Dangerous Things by Stacey Willingham. Mm. Um, I love missing persons stories for some reason. Um, one of my favorite shows is actually called Disappeared um, about missing people. So this one grabbed my attention immediately. Um, it is about a baby who was stolen out of his crib and, you know, obviously his mother can't live with herself, and she literally has not slept in an entire year, is what this says in the blurb. Um, it's been a cold case. There have been no leads. She's desperate to find him. Um, it, it had a 4.34 Goodreads rating already. I know I already mentioned the Goodreads rating, but if it's over a 4 on a Goodreads, you're almost guaranteed it's going to be great. Yeah. That it is was a, a book of the month that, choice, Oh, it too. was. I yeah. saw that. So, okay, yeah. that's, that's going to be a big one then. Um, and I guess that there, one theme of the story is that there is a true crime podcaster in it, which also very timely. I'm mm -hmm. not a big podcast listener myself, but, um, the ones I have listened to were true crime. So that interested me a lot too, just because people are so into podcasts um, yeah. nowadays. It kind of puts a, a unique angle on it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. so yeah, that one just, just sounds interesting all the way around and like, it'll be great with that high rating. Yeah. That does sound really yeah. good. So another one I read um, by an author, and she was on Hoopla, was Nujin Fan K. Mal. Okay. And she's got a new one called Dust Child. Like, her first book was set in Vietnam. Okay. And it was a time period that you don't really read too much about. Like, there's yeah. so many World War II, yes. you know, type things. Million, but yeah. um, this one is going to be, um, her first book was called The Mountain Sing. Okay. So yeah. this one, The Dust Child, is about a um, a child, I believe, of an American helicopter pilot that was in Vietnam. And oh, just wow. the consequences for her yeah. growing up with that mixed heritage. Yep. And, um, yeah, she was this... Uh, so to me, it's going to be really interesting because you're you're coming into some 
Vietnam War history yeah. plus the people that are left there. So, yeah, that is um, interesting. I'm looking forward to that. Her first book was really good, okay. and it was available on Hoopla. I'm hoping that this one is too. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I like to listen to the audiobooks from there. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that sounds very interesting. Like, I love World War II fiction. It's I don't read a ton of historical, but that's probably the one that I enjoy the most. But it kind of corners the market as far as historical yeah. fiction goes. Yeah. Um, so many of the historical books coming out are just about that. So it's kind of cool that you found one from uh, a, a different, different era. Time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, cool. Hopefully I might even suggest this one if it comes out in time um, for my historical book club on yeah. Facebook. Yeah, it sounds like it would be a good I think pick. we read the first one and people really liked oh, it. Oh, good, so. okay. Very cool. Yeah. Um, all right, so I guess I finally have a book to talk about that isn't um, creepy or dark. Um, this one is called Who We Are Now by Lauren Chamberlain. Um, this is a book more about friendship. Um, it, it talks about it. There's four friends. They graduated college in 2006. So the book covers the next 15 years. Um, and I guess each year is told by it. Well, uh-oh. Just, I don't know, wave your arms or something. There you go. All right. Um, anyway, so yeah, so... Each uh, character narrates a year, and they kind of rotate. Um, you know, as you, you know, usually you with your high school friends and your college friends, you always think you're going to be close. So that's kind of how these friends felt. Um, but then, you know, they entered adulthood, and that kind of changed their friendship, um, and they drifted apart. Um, but then apparently some kind of tragedy occurs to bring them back together. Um, I don't know what that is, but... Um, I just liked the idea of this one, especially because what's kind of cool is apparently one of the friends um, was a male, which you never see friendship novels, you know, with women and then a man thrown into the mix. You don't right. really ever yeah. see that. So that was kind of cool. Um, and I thought it was also interesting that it covers 15 years. Yeah. Um, you don't always see a book spanning that much time, and it's going to be told from all of their points of view. Um and it's, you know, it's said that it's explorations of the second coming of age moment that you go through in your 30s. Um, and I tend to tend to kind of agree with that, that there is a second coming of age because I am in my 30s. Um, so I'm interested in just kind of reading about characters that I can relate to like yeah. right now at this time in my life. That is um, cool. It does not come out until August, but I think it sounds really unique and I'm interested in reading it for sure. Yeah, it sounds... What was the title of that one again? Who We Are Now. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I like the sound of it. So I have one that is a nonfiction one, um, and it's called Enchantment, Awakening Wonder in an Anxious Age by Catherine May. And I believe it was last year or the year before she wrote a book called Wintering, which was okay. very popular. Okay. Um, and this one, I just think with everything we've been going through in the past couple of years, I don't know of too many people that don't have a problem being anxious. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> so anything I could read that might help with that. Yes. Um, yes. So it says many of us feel trapped in a grind of constant change, mm -hmm. uh, rolling news cycles, the chatter of social medias, families split along partisan lines. We feel fearful, tired. So... Um, this is coming to terms and awakening our own innate, innate sense of wonder and awe. So I'm like, 
I might be able to use that. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I'm anxious so, all the time. So, yeah. yeah, no, that sounds good. And um, I'm glad you included a nonfiction one. I love nonfiction, but all of my books were fiction for this list, unfortunately. Yeah, oh, that's, well, I happened to see this one, and I knew I read her other one. I yeah. don't read a lot of nonfiction. I was going to talk about Air okay. or Spare. By oh, head, yes. You know, but, you know, that came out, what, yesterday, yes, and of yes. course, we've already got tons of hold, so yes, forget I said that. Yes, the Prince Harry. Or <laughs> we'll be Henry. getting more. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, his name is Harry, right? Or yes. Prince, okay. Yeah, I, I don't follow I the royals. I kind of... So I I'm kind of surprised that so many people want to read. That I know, book. I yeah, know. I mean, I I have no interest in the royal family usually, but I mean, there's they said a huge that was buzz the largest book. selling nonfiction book. That is I think. crazy. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. People love the royals. I yeah. don't know what I'm missing. Maybe I'll try it when the hold list goes down. A little yeah. Bit. <laughs> it's no gonna hurry. be a while until we'll, I get. We'll to let it. you all read it yeah. first. <laughs> uh, so. Um, the next one I'm going to talk about is also like a lighter one. So if you're kind of sick about all the dark books we've talked about, um, this one is called The Hundred Loves of Juliet by Evelyn Skye. I am not a huge Shakespeare fan, even though uh, my bachelor's degree is, um, you know, in English and I took multiple Shakespeare classes. Never been a fan of him, but this is apparently a modern retelling of Romeo and Juliet. Mm -hmm. So I don't mind um, retellings because, yeah. you know, as long as it's modern, it's interesting to me. Um, so the story is about a young woman named Helene. And ever since she was young, she dreamed of the perfect man and wrote about him in detail in her journals. Um, obviously, she grew up, she moved on. Um, she's going through a divorce, and again, Alaska, when she gets this divorce, she decides to move to Alaska. I don't know how she picked it, um, but yeah, I would like to move to Alaska maybe if it wasn't so cold. <laughs> Seems like an interesting place to move. Um, but anyway, so when she gets to Alaska, she meets a man, and he is the exact person that she dreamed up in her journals. How? I don't know. Um it sounds like it's going to have a magical turn. It, it didn't necessarily say that, but I'm assuming it is since this man that she invented in her head just came to fruition somehow. Yeah, like maybe um, magical realism. Yeah, or, that's what yeah. I'm thinking maybe. Um, I know that retellings are overdone a lot, especially Romeo and Juliet ones, but to me this is very intriguing. And it doesn't sound like Romeo and Juliet at all. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what aspect of the novel is the retelling because okay. none of that necessarily sounds like it to me. Yeah. But um, there must be some something in there that relates to that Romeo and Juliet. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, doesn't come out until August again, but I'm definitely going to try to remember this one. Yeah. Something to look comes. forward to yeah. for the summer. Yep. So. so do you have any more? I had one more dark one. Oh, and okay. Then, uh, but uh, yeah, I've it's got... called I Have Some Questions for You okay, by I Rebecca like Mackay. Um, and it's basically a 40-something mom as she returns to teach at her childhood boarding school. I have something about dark academia. I do I, too. <laughs> yeah. But um, a site of a terrible tragedy. So it's part murder mystery, part character study. Um, it just sounded good. Yeah. Like I said, I like mysteries. I like them for some reason set at educational yeah. institutions. I yes. don't know why that just like sucks me right in. Yeah. So. No, I, I've always been drawn to those kind of books too. Yeah. They, it's just like, it's never like a pleasant story usually that take place in those. No. It's always something no. dark and creepy. So yes. that just kind of sucks you right in. 
Yeah. So, well, that is what Stephanie and I are wanting to read. Let us know if you are looking forward to any of these titles or if there's books that you're looking forward to that we didn't get to. Um, we love hearing from you. You can email us, follow the podcast, and um, definitely come to our 2023 author visit. Yes. We've just announced that, that it will be Cynthia Diapri Sweeney, Good Company. We're going to be having two book discussions. And the author visit is on March 9th at 6.30. Yep. So you can check our calendar on our website and get more information about that. Yeah, and uh, fun fact, her book, The Nest, is becoming a series. Yes. So she's pretty uh, pretty cool, big-name author. We're excited to have her here. Yes, yeah, definitely. That's awesome. So. All right, well, thanks so much, and we'll see you next time. Book Break is a production of the Grease Public Library, made possible through the support of the Friends of the Grease Public Library. Theme music composed and performed by Sean